for me it's all about money well I, I'd have to check my bank account and then when I see it up I'd be like I can keep doing this but when it was down I would be like what am I doing with my life why am I doing this to myself first episode of the wrong club podcast this podcast intends to unfold hidden side of the city life in this episode we have 19 year old tyler to share his urban life as a night shift worker and i apologize for the background beeping sounds when we were recording this whole episode the building was out of the electricity and then the sound is came out of the emergency box nevertheless this show is sponsored by nobody but we always welcome your opinions and voices Baby. And we have Patricia. Hi. And Tyler is a 19-year-old bartender, worked in nightclubs his whole career. And Patricia, I think we never really work in nightlife, but we are bar staff, pop staff, for three months now. November 16th. Two? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's just three? do that. Yeah. Okay, so Tyler, introduce yourself a little bit. So I'm Tyler, uh, my first job, worked in a nightclub, uh, four days a week, every week, uh, started about eight o'clock, sometimes twelve, and I finish about four in, the, four in the morning. Four in the morning. Yep. That was Thursday to Sunday, every week. When was that again? 2000... Yeah. Okay. 2019, yeah. 2019, I worked in Arcadia. Then I worked at Bridge Bar for a while. Where are they? Uh, Arcadia's in Bexley Heath. It's on the high street. Okay. And then Bridge Bar is in Beckenham, Beckenham Junction, just next to the train station. Okay. Where you were living? Uh, I lived with my dad during that time, just after COVID and before COVID, so before and after COVID, I had those jobs. Okay. So one of the reasons I want to interview um, night workers is because I want to see how they see the city when they're traveling from the workplace back to their um, living space. So you were mentioning before, um, from here, we are in uh, Victoria Station, right? Victoria Taps, Westminster. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to tell everybody that, but it's okay, <laughs> it's okay. But the thing is, you told me that you need to travel 76 stops from here yeah, to your dad's space, yeah, right? Before I moved, yeah. How, how was it? Like, how, how's the journey for you? Long, tiring. <laughs> I just want to fall asleep on the bus, but I can't. Is the night bus is like all night long, or it has the it time starts range? from 12 till like 6? in the morning something like that and then you normal buses start from 6 a.m mm, okay but still you have some transportation yeah there's pretty much transportation yeah. 24 hours besides christmas new year's certain events yeah but do otherwise you, yeah do you have transportation access when you were working in nightclub um not really when i worked in the nightclub i used to get an uber and then I'd get it with my cousin, so we'd split it. How much was it? 
like 15 quid a night, 20 quid. How much you make per hour? Nine pound. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Sorry. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. Like sometimes when I, even I finish here, which is around, I don't know, latest two mm. before Christmas and I have to get Uber and I was like 30 or 40 quid for me from here to Ealing. Yeah. And then it's pretty much my whole night pay check. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just, whenever I'm thinking about that, I just feel like even the transportation is still available, it's there. Yeah. But it's really draining and I couldn't really walk that long park as I was mentioning to everybody like the weird man which is dancing in the middle of the park every single night yeah what's up with that <laughs> I don't really want some other people there when it's like 2 a.m. in the morning well my second nightclub it was alright because I'd get lift mm. people would drive me home instead that's better yeah how you feel like when you're on a journey or let's say um how you feel like pre-working first pre-working probably more energetic obviously shifts can be draining mm-hmm. having to deal with drunk people right but afterwards you just want to go to bed right, right. the you, you mentioned the tension of the night too right well yeah but that's just people drunk people no one on the streets so people feel like they can do what they want like when we were standing outside the pub and there was roadworks, you yeah. saw those guys messing around there. Yeah. In the daytime, they would not have done that. Mm-hmm. After that night, I think I get, I don't know, start noticing a lot of things I never really noticed before. Like during the daytime, you have colors, you have grass, you have cars, you have people walking slow and fast, cyclist, but people who are on different kind of vehicle. But night, it's only the traffic light and then the signal light on top of the building. The and Uber then, here and there, delivery yeah. truck maybe. And then the, the back light of a car, the red, the braking light. Um, yeah, It was just much more saturated than um, daytime. daytime yeah. And I, w- I feel like I am tired, but I can't sleep even when I got home. Yeah, you lay in bed. I just like stay there, it's like, what the fuck is going on? It's the rush from... <laughs> The rush from work yeah. stays with you for a while. Your mind can't just shut off. During the work, I think this is my biggest interest, or I believe a lot of you are interested too. What do you see when you're working at nightclub? <laughs> like, in the nightclub, I feel like when you give people a frame, like this is a license for all of you to be free to do whatever you want, especially after the alcohol. What do you see there? Like, I, I don't see anything because I usually be the one who's like, yeah, what's up? I see things I probably shouldn't say. It's okay. It's okay. We are... I'll beep it. I will yeah. learn how to beep the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just start from um, nothing too sexual first. Okay. And then we, yeah, ease into it. Yeah, there's a lot of fights. I've seen people have their face split open on the bar. Oh God. A lot of, like, well, yeah, because not just that, but, like, a lot of people when they drink, so they'll go to the bathroom, 10 minutes later they'll come out and they're a different person. Oh. And then you go in there and there's packets everywhere. Do, do you see like, I don't know, like what about women? Like, w- women are female? the same, women are the same. They'll go in, they'll all, all of them will go into the disabled toilets together, about five of them, powder up their nose and come out and just be different people. I feel like at nightclubs, they're a lot more 
loose. Yeah, especially it's like enclosure. It's a closed space. Especially after the alcohol as well. Yeah. Their standards just drop. But what, as someone who's sober, you know, who forced to be sober, um, they don't want to be there. They don't want to be there. Sober people don't want to be around drunk okay. people, because they're not at that level. So you've got a drunk person in your face, their breath stinks, they're getting aggressive, maybe they're trying to tell you how much they love you, but <laughs> when you're sober, you're not on that level, so you're just thinking, no. can you please shut, like, please shut the fuck up? Exactly. Do you feel like when you're working the nightclub, um, compared to you are not working in a nightclub, your temper is different, or your... Um, your understanding is different. Hmm. Different can perspective. What, what do you mean by that? I mean, like, when you work in a nightclub, you see a lot of it and if you don't for you it's kind of new like if you saw a drunk guy getting in another guy's face you're thinking oh my god they're gonna fight if i'm behind the bar i'm just thinking they're not gonna fight they're, they're not drunk enough or they haven't done enough drugs yet yeah. or you can tell they're not gonna that kind of person so nothing's gonna happen well because my my background like, as a chinese chinese and even i lived in other living in other countries i still like drugs yeah or even, <laughs> drugs are everywhere Drugs, yeah, but for me, like those TV commercials when I was in high school, in middle school, in Hong Kong, and, and like even the bus driver will just tell me, don't do drugs. It's like, <laughs> where does that come from? Well, look at religion. And, yeah, but the thing is, I don't really see, even, I don't know, is this, I should talk about this, the political side of it. Just like, I don't see that much crazy people, many crazy people when I was in China. And then all the foreigners I met in China, crazy. they told me, like, oh, I wish you can party in Europe, or I wish you can party in somewhere else, not in China. And because they told me it's another mental level. So I never really see anyone who's high, 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 and they are just drunk. Um, but I also, I feel like I don't really care about them, because they, they, they want to, they probably have a really proper job during the daytime. They have the accessibility of everything. They can, like two people, one is a barista, they start a society, and then the bartender, they close the day of the society. And then I'm just wondering, like, what they see and how they feel and then since when they or you lost the the, the sensitive of oh well they, are they gonna fight or oh are they is she I okay probably stop caring i see i get what you're trying to say like when did like yeah that sensitivity probably like probably like three months since my nightclub job my first one like it just became normal okay because you see it so much it's a normal thing any of your colleagues being, you know, put into the situation that sexual or violence or um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I used to, like women love to touch you oh when they're drunk. <laughs> yeah, I've had women come behind the bar and try and grab my shit. Oh my god! And then I've also had my cousin one time. He got into a fight, so he grabbed the shot glass and he threw his teeth and smashed his front teeth open. How you feel about this, Patricia? Like, is this new to you, or you you heard somebody? Oh, very new. I didn't get involved in, in that side of club life or anything. So I feel like if I saw that, I'd be 
It's good. <laughs> yeah. Do, how 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 many times you've been to a club? Oh, quite a few, I guess. But I mean, London clubs are also a bit like every club is a different experience. So it's kind of just, and also every night is different. Mm. Like you can have a good night, you can have a bad night. It's like when we went, we went out on Thursday. Tiger Tiger. That's such a bad experience in my whole <laughs> club in Korea, you know? Yeah, but what I mean is this, the vibes were so different. It's One of them, so you go in, smoke, lights everywhere, full of guys. We went to Rumba. Rumba. It's downstairs, it's dark, little bar, small space. I guess you're like, I feel so bad for the, Club I don't owners. know how the, the, the owners. The, not just the owners. You remember the guy who's walking outside and trying to promote Roomba to us? The salesman of Roomba is like, since well, club. Need a man to just go fishing people. No, like my, my first nightclub, if we were ever slow on a Thursday, we would just get two people, go on the street, see any ladies, invite them over, promote them, free shots on us, free drinks. My second nightclub, did it all on Instagram. Come over, get a free shot here. Ladies, like, under 21 get free shots mm. stuff like that there's a lot of promotion going on it's just more like they wonder they, they just go out there and then hmm, I like the promotion part because the, the marketing side of it my goodness just, just the trend but when I see that guy he's trying so hard to, to just I will give you money back if it's not good it, even he did not <laughs> but I know they wanted us to go back and get our tickets yeah it was just, I told them to go no but I like the the part, um, Patricia. You said different every night, different night, and then every club is different vibe. But when you working there, is every night? Is it like? Well, yeah. I mean, look at when we work. You work on a Monday, like Patricia, and then you work on a Thursday. It's completely different. Mm -hmm. They'll do like two grand on a Monday, and we'll do eight grand on a Thursday. Mm -hmm. It's always different. Do you feel like? You feel like more. Well, it depends on who you're working with. Like when you're working with me and Patricia, <laughs> I um, guess Patricia gonna just enlighten your day a little bit more. But when you are working with some coworkers, you're just probably gonna feel like. Oh yeah, there's some coworkers I don't like yeah. at all. I'm not gonna say their names, but they're there. <laughs> but that's not because of who they are. That's because of their work ethic. Yeah, that's good. That's very nice thing to say. But when you. Um, Let's just bring back to the conversation to the yeah. CT image a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we were a little bit uh, out of track. Yeah. Um, do you... Sometimes I'm not really aware of my, my physical behavior. Sometimes when I'm on night bus. I'm not saying like I go harassing people or touch <laughs> some random guys. It's just I will fall asleep or just I stop, start dropping things. It's like my phone or my bag or just with the bus. Oh yeah, I've seen people on night buses. There was this guy, and he's falling, he's sleeping, and like he just goes head first off the seat, and he just lays there for like a minute. And I'm thinking, is he dead? And then he just gets back up and falls back asleep. Twenty minutes later, he does it again. Mm. Well, how you have you ever think about um, the bus driver? Yeah. Do you will you will think about them? Well, in the daytime, you still get people that aren't happy and shout at the bus driver, but at night, it's a different animal. There was this woman, she's really drunk, she's stumbling around, she sits on my lap for like five minutes, just kind of looks at me, 
doesn't say anything, gets up and then starts swearing at the bus driver, smacking the window, cursing him up, all sorts. Just out of nowhere. That's why they always look so unhappy. Well, they, yeah. they always look really upset. Imagine having to drive around in a circle all night and deal with drunk people. Mm. For not a lot of pay. <laughs> For not a lot of pay. Yeah, and I wonder, um, do you mind if I ask you, do you have a health insurance? Nope. You don't? The fuck, bro? You should get a health insurance. I'm not even with a doctor. Okay. I, I believe you do because you're a student. Yeah. yeah. Sort of like you need to have a health insurance. I mean, you just have to sign up for yeah. the NHS. Okay, so the health insurance, the reason why I ask is I personally feeling a lot of shifting of my body when I work. Not even night shift. It's just evening shift, like late evening till 12 a.m shift is well first off i pick up smoking again and i don't like that i don't even really smoke unless i work unless i'm around this, Mercy, <laughs> this, this, this smoking is a good like not release but it calms you a pause give you a pause yeah it gives you a pause a yeah. step out mm-hmm. a step back from what's going on i have this i give you a little bit of context of my previous work i was working um gallery and also worked as a full-time furniture structure engineer and also furniture designer and it's just like office work sometimes we'll go have like a field trip not field trip what the hell (laughs) business trip to um, manufacture and then talk about contract or checking the samples or i will change the, the the model like digital model for for them for them to produce the future products, right? I'm supposed to ask, but what are you doing at the pub? Uh, I, I'll bring back to you the conversation. It's, you know, you will get it. And then I basically just like every single 10 a.m. It's not even like 9 a.m. I'm not really, I don't even need to be there like 9 a.m. straight. As long as I finish my task that day, all right, I'm good. And uh, I finish at 7 or 6.30. And uh, I was bored, you know, I was really bored because I was doing my furniture design degree more like artistic way. And it's a lot of like personal expression. And and I think people, you should look into this, not that. Stop buying Ikea. But Ikea actually great. Ikea is great. Yeah, I love Ikea, to be honest. (laughs) They're actually really good and really convenient. Very convenient, Um, unless you have to build it. Also, I was having a lot of I don't know what I was doing. I was just I keep complaining about life. I guess I didn't really enjoy the the nine to five, the eight hours mm. kind of pattern every single fr- uh, Monday to Friday, and Saturday Sunday. No, I was even not having Saturday and Sunday off. I only have like Monday off, and <laughs> no friends be with me. I'm just alone, eating brunch by myself. <laughs> and then when I was in Shanghai, I was working like designer and then a gallerist and then I got like you know I don't really like this but I like the money of it so <laughs> I went to a Italian bar restaurant it's called Bar Central and um, oh the manager damn hot oh my god god bless that man he's <laughs> so hot I can't even forget about him it's but he's he knows he's hot you know yeah. when he knows he's hot he's not that hot but when I saw him, I was like, I gotta work here. I, I am going to work in here. So I got that job. But you know, in China, working house hospitality is even worse. I, don't, I bet China probably gonna be better now. 
with some other Asian countries. I don't need to mention the country's name, but you probably will know. Like they don't have that much pay, and then dealing stress. with dealing with stressful people who wanted their food like ASAP. Just when I order it, just ding dong here food. But no, I work in that pizza place, the Bar Central. Um, I have thirty RMB, pretty much like um, three to four, not even four, two to three pounds per hour. I'm just part time as well. I love part time. I don't know why. Yeah, three to four pounds, and then each night is like six hours ish. So when I finish, I still gonna take like a cab 24. back to my apartment. So um, the whole working experience in there didn't actually bring me any financial support. But I just realized that I really like to talk to people when people are reasonable <laughs> and. Until one day, there was a man, he holding a, uh, a really pretty flower. I bet it's his first date with somebody. Because you can tell. After you're working somewhere, you can tell what is going on. Like, it's so obvious because he looks posh, he smells good, and he walks like a little model and uh, with flower and like just searching and then trying to spot the lady but apparently the lady is not there but i'm like i don't know i just trying to get you a seat all right because that's my job so i was like hey sir how many have you booked a table um would you like to sit here i just like keep going like a little bird and he just like fuck off he told me fuck off i want a seat and i was like hey, all right have a good night i, I don't even know because you know me now you don't talk to me like that, dude. But at that moment, I was like, I don't, I don't know what to say. And if I say anything, we're probably gonna have arguments. And then I'm not gonna just lose my part-time job right away. And I don't want it to. Because first of all, the manager is hot and he's single. And also, I, like now, I like the people when I was working there. They do really treat me well. It's just a bit, you know, tiring. So that's the context of me working the daytime and then with a little part-time for myself, joy. But still, when I feel I am really steaming and I really need to ranting at somebody, I go out with my friends, we go clubbing in Shanghai, we go um, just get drunk till 3 a.m., 4 a.m. And I don't really care how the staff working in the pub or in the bar, they don't have pub a proper pub in Shanghai, like yeah. bar or club. I don't really care. And there's no tipping system in China. Think about that. No tipping system. How much they get per hour for a month, that's how much they get. And so I didn't really pay attention for that. Um, then I came to this pub and I'm working here. And then I was reading a paper another day is saying actually, um, not just night shifts, but the 24-7 working system is pushing into every single industry a little bit more than before. So it's, I don't know, like how, how you think about that as a young young man, like you're really young, you're really young Patricia, but for, for me, I'm 26, <laughs> okay, but you're 19, you're 19, but for you, do you really associate yourself as a night worker to the economic side of this whole well, yeah i wouldn't say i work a nine to five i i don't want to do that okay ever i just like you said you know that system i don't think i could do that yeah 
I would find it so boring. I like the rush. I like I like being so busy, I can't think. I love that. That's why when it's quiet and it's dead like this, it drives me mad. Mm. And like, I like talking to people, you know? I make tips that way. I make good money. I enjoy what I do. It's not something I intend to do working behind the bar forever. You know, work my way up, hopefully. Stuff like that. But at the moment, it's what I like doing. But I think that's debatable, though. It's more... What do you consider as work yourself way up? Like, to, to what is up for you? If you up, enjoy to, to be behind the bar. Up is probably, like, owning my own pub. <laughs> like Scott. Yeah, like Scott, yeah. <laughs> okay. That, for me, is up. Like, but Scott is behind the computer, too, sometimes. Behind the, Yeah, sometimes you have to, do you know what I mean? But, like, he seems happy, you know what I mean? And so if he can do it, mm-hmm. I can do it. I try to, but... <laughs> That's it, okay, like, 19 is okay. I think, yeah, when I was 19, I tried to sleep eight hours. Tried, but never worked. It's just something always there for me mm. to stay awake. I said I sleep about five hours a night. Five? Yeah. Oh, God, you see me when I only sleep five hours. That's when 26 actually a real thing. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> face. I, now, um, I don't know, for... for me, I weekdays. So today I woke up at six, and I usually I will just go to bed at ten, because tomorrow I need to do the same, and I go to uni to do my research or to do whatever I need to do. Till Friday, I will still wake up at six, but before my shift, I will take a nap. If not, I will take a nap on the train or the bus, and I drink as much as diet coke and coffee I could. I just injecting in my body I think and chewing gums to stay awake um, <laughs> and then next morning Saturday morning I'm dead usually and I still I can't sleep that long I will wake up like 8 something and feeling the whole world is owning something everybody owns me 200 bucks <laughs> and I'm a poor child it's just not being treated right and then repeat, and then Sunday morning, oh, okay, I'm not going to repeat that. And then Monday morning is the toughest, because we have online course at Monday morning, and then I can see myself in the Zoom meeting. Mm-hmm. I wish I can just close the, the camera, but I'm not allowed, mm-hmm. that's participation. But when I see myself, I feel I'm on drugs. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when you see people, I think, you know they are on drugs, like, I think I'm one of them. <laughs> so... I never really feel like well rested until the middle of the week, until I adjust to my pattern. But constantly adjusting my sleeping pattern, I don't think it's good. Um, last week, I think of Saturday night. Yes, yeah, Saturday yeah. night. Me, you, and Dennis. Yeah. After, after I woke up from the shift and um, the t- two drinks, three drinks, four, four drinks. Okay, and I wrote a little comment of my feeling. I'm gonna ask you when you wake up. So my feeling, I ask myself, what do you feel? I can't move my feet and my hands are swollen. How did you go home last night and when? I went home around 12, no, it was 1 a.m. I guess. Wait, 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 this is Sunday. Sorry, 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 yeah. I went home at 12, 13 a.m. And it's on uh, by night bus 52 to Anne 
207, usually two, but 15 and 16 January district line are not working and God fucking knows what is happening with this transportation in this country. <laughs> <laughs> Last night I bought to work and I bought back. That's six hours wages. Uh, what route do you take and what you see? I think it's Victoria to Royal Albert Hall to Notting Hill Gate Station, Shepherd's Bush, and in the Victoria area to Notting Hill Gate Station, you see those Porsche, Porsche buildings. Everything straight, neat, tidy, beautiful gardens. But in Shepherd's Bush, there's more people walking around waiting for buses, and then they all wearing dark clothes. And then Acton Town, a lot of shisha place, and then a lot of messy signs, and then Hangers Lane, dark, uh, flicking lights, and a man dancing in the park. <coughs> so, a man dancing in the park. Do you ever really look into you, how you feel about when you wake up from a night shift? Mm. Or, <laughs> no. or any time you actually feel like, shit, I really hate my job. Not recently, but before. Mm, I enjoyed the nightlife, you know. It was just me chatting to women, getting drunk. Because I used to drink on shift, and I also used to do... You can beat this, right? Yeah. Yeah, I used to do... And, you know, for me being... Well, when I started 18 at the time, it was the perfect job, you know what I mean? You know me, you know what I'm like. How how your body being changed compared to... Oh, I used to have to drink six energy drinks a day to stay awake. Mm. Even yeah. even when I was no now, now the nights aren't as late and I'm not doing. I'm drinking a lot less. Okay. I'm definitely tired, but I just I can deal with it better. What is the motivation for you to to keep doing this? Money. Okay. If you have a choice, would you want to do something else? Not. No, it's like office work, but... Um, if I got an offer that paid more, I would take it in a heartbeat. Mm. For me, it's all about money. Well, I w I'd have to check my bank account. And then when I see it up, I'd be like, I can keep doing this. But when it was down, I would be like, what am I doing with my life? Why am I doing this to myself? Do you notice how... Well, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, back to that, I think... Every time when people are asking me why are you doing this job pop, when you were asking me, it's, it's, I can't really go to do other things during my weekdays. I have to stay 100% with my research and I can't move around. And um, the materials, the microphone, the printing, all the field trip that I'm going to Portugal, all these are costing. And this job might not gonna offer me like a million, million, million dollars for uh, pounds for me to do all the things I want to do but at least it's something and I'm 26 and I can't really asking my mom or my parents for say hey afford me to to buy a fancy watercolor paper and, um, <laughs> they'll be like why don't you think about yourself and that's the thing I can't really just I'm not feeling this there's there's no such term anymore for me I don't feel about this um yeah so that's the thing that's the thing, even if you like, I'm not feeling this, don't have a choice, you need yeah. the money. You are living in Bulgaria, right? Yeah. Were you working there? 
Um, no, I was training every day. Mm-hmm. As what? Bas- basketball? Yeah, I used to play for the national team. And, wow. Were you smoking? No, I didn't drink, I didn't smoke, I ate healthy, I didn't eat sugar. <laughs> I'm so surprised. <laughs> really surprised. Yeah, I was very different before I started working. How's Bulgaria nightlife? Oh, nightlife is fun. You know, Better it's than... it's safe in Bulgaria. Oh. It's a poor country, but it's safe. The people are nice. The people are friendly. You know, they don't really know much besides Bulgaria. I mean, a lot of the people, they've never even been to a different city in Bulgaria. Mm. And they still drive horse and carts. Not a lot of people own cars. The air is clean. Mm-hmm. It's all mountains, greenery, broken down buildings. My school didn't have a toilet. Oh, what? That, how you do? It was a hole in the floor. Jesus. Very interesting. Very interesting. Do you think because of the city life in London, so people need more nightlife? Yeah, people need the nightlife so they can let go of their day, relieve their stress. Mm. You know? They had a stressful day at the office. Go down to the pub for a pint with their friends. It's what they do. Drink their sorrow away. I think, for, for in my perspective, view is I don't think anybody is is like um, how to say that is the murderer of anybody else's healthy lifestyle. We all kind of living a very stressful life, especially if I position myself in the day worker people. They are stressful as well. Yeah, they, that's why we do what we do so they can. Relieve themselves of their day. The invisible thing behind this, and also why I'm doing this research is that every country is sort of trying to fulfill the economic need of I don't know for what. And the mayor, I don't know his name, London mayor now. Sadiq Khan. He actually wanted to to make the the London nightlife more prosperous. Um, I don't I don't know if it's actually a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, as an enjoy nightlife person, sure, why not? But as a working person, it's not fun to deal with. You know the pattern of us working on Sunday and Saturday. Sunday is fine. Saturday, sometimes it's quiet, and I know at ten or nine thirty. There's a curse. It's like people just gonna show up from nowhere. <laughs> I just don't know what they are like. Why? They want to get drinks before they go out. They want to because they'll drink here and then they'll go to nightclubs because it's cheaper here. Nightclubs are expensive, and right now they have to be after lockdown and COVID. Everyone is struggling. Mm. You know they were shut for so long, and then people didn't want to go out because they didn't want to catch COVID. So yeah, like it's a struggle for them. I mean their business are. They're, they're business owners. They own a business and they need to make money because, you know, they have to bring money in. They have their own lives, their own bills. How much you... <clears throat> I know how much you're going to drink till you feel, okay, I'm going to go. And then you will just, oh my God, this boy. The sign of this boy got drunk and he needed to go home is to not announce anything. Yeah, I just go up and let like, just out and then gone. And... Yeah, I'm not gonna just say anything afterwards because I dealing dealing with Vadan and then dealing with a Don't bunch you. of serious things. 
<laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I'm not gonna use the word irresponsible on you because I I think you are a responsible person. But I just know like I just knew that that was me, and if I kept going, I was just not gonna be able to get home that night. Okay. So I just went. Well, I knew I still could. But that's. But you know you're with your friends, right? Yeah, but I just felt there's three of you and there's one of me. If I know, if I leave you guys now, you'll be fine. If you guys were all blackout drunk, I wouldn't have left. Okay. But because I knew <laughs> Dennis was all right, you were okay. I was, yeah, about. Yeah. You were about, but you weren't there. Yeah. And I didn't think you were going to keep drinking. No, yeah. And I knew Vedan was okay. Oh, God. He's definitely okay. He's not even drinking anything. Exactly. Jesus. Well, he didn't pay for anything either. I think to work with... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was 123 pounds, pounds for two shisha. And then that's what flipped me. I think at night time, people charge with another whole system. Well, yeah. I mean, I bought us six... Six shots of Zambuca. Yeah. Forty quid. For one round of shots. How much was the Jaeger bombs in? Jaeger bombs. For four shots, that was forty quid. What? Yeah. But I don't think anybody will say anything about it unless they're sober, dead sober. But even if they're sober, they don't want to be sober. (laughs) You don't go out and want to be, like, not drunk when you're out with your friends and you're at a club. I... I don't know. I when I the first time I got in London, there's a guy told me every time if a girl dies in the club, the club will shut down for a month. But if a guy died, it's still running the next day. And the immediate feeling I feel like why the girl guys die? Are... How that happened? Like as a if you work in nightclub? Well, yeah, and when I've worked at nightclubs, and the amount of people. The amount of guys I see fight and get hurt, or just get hurt, compared to women, is a lot more. Mm. Guys are a lot more violent when they're drunk, a lot more, like, less caring. Mm. Women, when they're drunk, they just want to have a good time. Mm. Guys, when they're drunk, either, like, let all their emotions out, want to prove something, or just want to fight someone. Mm. That's why, you know, it's probably the way it is you just said. Do you feel like in current situation as young adult living and working in the very, very temporal society, you feel there's a gender difference working as a nightclub worker? I do feel like it's a lot less safe for women than it is for guys. I mean... Isn't that has been always the case? Yeah, it always has been, but it still is. Dude, how different, like how dangerous for guys, for girls? I mean, you see a drunk guy. I just feel, yeah, I just feel like it depends on where you are and the situation you're in. But for women, I feel like them drunk on the street alone, they're a lot less safe than guys. Do you have any female coworkers in the nightclub? Yeah, they used to drive me home. Right. It's how I used to get home a lot of the time. You feel like are they being equally respected? No, I mean, I've been touched up by women. I don't want touching me. I've been drugged by a woman, and but I've seen the same with women co-workers, but a lot more with them, because I feel like men are a lot more upfront than women, especially when they're drunk. They'll just say exactly what's going through their mind, 
always do exactly what they want to do there and then. Mm. So like a drunk guy, he'll grab a woman's ass. Oh god, that's the worst. Exactly. That's but the worst. See, see you can you understand what I'm saying yeah. straight away. And I, I, even when we sometimes when we're working, I do notice some guys when they are drunk a little bit. The gaze they give it to the woman, the gaze they are staring at the pub staff or the customers. I just feel like, can you just blink for one second? <laughs> It's like this is too much. Break that eye contact. I know and. I think one time I'm not gonna mention the name, but one time、mm. you were <clears throat> sitting at the the booth area eating something, and then one of our female coworkers talking to you. And then when she's standing there, I was working at the bar. There's one customer just staring at her, you know, the the sex、mm. sexy part,、mm-hmm. and it's so I I personally feel very very offended. That was a Sunday. I, yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I remember. Think, well, You think nobody noticed this? Everyone notices it. And they just think it's fine to do that. And one time I almost got into a very very bad physical. I don't think it's gonna be a fight, but it's an argument. Because、mm. still, we're seeing China. People don't really do that much stuff. And if they are being really violent, they'll be deported. <laughs> and I have a friend.、Um, she was wearing a very sexy shirt. I think it's definitely women's rights to wear whatever they should. You shouldn't just like say, "Oh, you 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 put this on. You want it to be, you know." And it's like, "Fucking hell, please!" <laughs> it's two thousand fucking twenty-two. What is happening? When we were in the club, um, just girls, girls' night, and there's a guy talking to me and to her, and when he's talking to one of our friends. It's like a circle, you know. It's like a circle, and somehow his eyes are still on my friend's hands, holding the drink, and then the other hand just touching my sexy friends. And I think I just literally just like knock his hand <laughs> off. I was like, "What the fuck you doing?"、Hmm? And then he's like, "Yo, did you just hit my hand?" It's like I did. How hard is that? You were touching my friend without her. You know, you just、Consent. just why why are you doing this? And I. How dare you fix your attitude, please? And that was the time he he's like, yeah, I I felt a bit tension. Like he's getting closer to my face, but no, he's not gonna do anything because he knows he did something wrong. But I I feel like that was um my friend and we are customers. If we call security, they're gonna be people help us. But imagine if it's a staff. I think not all the manager gonna be like Scott understands everybody's situation. Probably they will just let the the female worker go back to work, forget about it. It's really, really not something that I think being addressed like female night club workers, or even imagine the the McDonald's. If you 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 come out of the club, you're hungry. Where you go, you're probably gonna go McDonald's. The workers there are dealing with worst people. They are.、Mm. Totally out of their humanity. That's so, why we kicked them out. <laughs> so I don't know. It's like I wish I can talk to people more about this and then just to have awareness of you know what is what's their problem and what they're dealing and even there's no solution for such thing yet. But it's good to. What would your solution be?、Hmm? What would your solution? A、oh, nice question. One of my designer friend. Is I I wish there is a specific、um, 
deliver service for night workers. They are hungry after the shift. They don't have food access. All they can eat is McDonald's. Sometimes you don't even have McDonald's. Um, one is that, but also people who are delivering it might gonna be another loop of uh, really hard working. So what we were thinking is each restaurant, they will have a safety box and then they put the food in there. And when the night worker finished their job, they go enter the pin and then they pick the food. And then that's just like a very ideal way of how to feed them after a long night shift. They, they need to have nutrients and also they need to have sleep. So for the sleeping thing, I don't know how to fix that because this is like a very complex human body thing. Um, another thing is to have a cheaper um, transportation fee there. Some of them, like you said, you're gonna travel 76 stops. The only thing I can think about is to make it cheaper or you have a faster way to travel back to. But now it's, now it's not the conversation. For me wise, is I, I, I wish it can be cheaper and I wish it can be faster, but for people who are driving me, that's that much they can do. So this is a very, 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 I don't know, a dead end thing. It's a constant cycle. Yeah, and then people will push this thing harder and push this nightlife thing further because we are more stressful. Even when we were out in um, Manchester Square, mm. uh, we were trying uh, Tiger Tiger's dead, Roomba dead, and then bar zoo closed by the time we hit there. And then... Ended up in a casino. I just, I just feel like, wow, I just want a night out. And I can't blame anybody because they live in a hard world of life too. Jesus, I'm so sorry for them. And also I'm sorry for myself. <laughs> anyway, I think it's a good conversation. Okay, I hope think about some solution if you have in your mind i would write in my paper <laughs> but yeah you don't have to beep out most of that yeah <laughs> you have to i don't know i have to re-listen all this an hour talk and then beep something <laughs> you get like 20 minutes unbeeped to uh, like <laughs> echo out yeah thank you guys mm, uh, thank you right. okay for i don't know bye guys and i will just yeah, yeah, bye. See you next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the first episode of the Wrong Club podcast. If you have any questions and comments, please follow us on Instagram and message us. Uh, we welcome your opinions and voices. See you next episode. Have a good day. Bye.